0: Welcome back. It's a Friday, and it's time for Two Girls, One Brew, and I am Christy.
1: Hey, guys, I'm Jamie.
0: After a a bit of a COVID-19 break, (laughs) uh, we are back. (laughs) There's not been a lot of beer drinking, uh, but what we have had is pretty exquisite, so we have a couple of brews to bring to the bar today. Uh, Jamie, what do you have to bring to the bar today?
1: So I want to give some love to our local brewery, Crooked Can. So they paired up with Agave Azul Mexican restaurant, which I freaking love. They did an Estillo Agave, which is a 5% Vienna lager. Super light and refreshing. Dude, it is so good. They actually sold out of the small batch. I'm so lucky that I got a crawler of it. But the good news is... They are making more, and you can get it at all Agave Azul locations. It's freaking amazing, guys! So refreshing, just a great summer, just a great summer lager. great beer. I'm like all down for it.
0: Yeah, we were we were texting about it, and uh, so we we just happened to be in the area that we wanted to get out and and go uh, socially distance and drink. And uh, I got it as well, and I definitely concur. it was it was a good pool size beer. Yeah, I,
1: just light, crisp, refreshing, not overly heavy. Just a really nice finish. So it's just a great summer beer.
0: Yeah, I. I, I, keep it around. I definitely think this might be something they need to keep on their on their menu yeah. for a while because it was Most so of. nice.
1: So nice, so good. And actually, I'm really lucky because there's an agave literally like half a half mile from my house. So I'm oh, like, nice. oh, okay, I'm gonna have to go get some more.
0: Get some more, and then have it with some of their uh, amazing uh, chips yeah. and queso. Yeah. Or or one of their lovely uh, quesadillas or something. Oh, now that I'm too.
1: And I am actually more, i more recently pescatarian, so yeah. I will say that they have actually allowed me to do a vegetarian. Um, chimichanga which is delicious so they put like Ooh. every vegetable known to man inside so like props to them for like working with people that are uh, kind of watching what they're eating so yeah
0: and their seafood i've gotten their seafood burrito or something like that that's uh, next so, on my list oh <laughs> so good
1: next so. on my list so yeah
0: um i also stayed uh local and i went to castle church which is one of our favorite yes. places um in fact where this podcast was born uh, <laughs> was was on the at the bar at uh, Castle Church. And I got the Katie's Pomegranate Shandy.
1: Dude, it's also good.
0: <laughs> now, what they've been doing is they have their Katie's Kolsch, which is a good solid, solid Kolsch. And uh, they've been adding flavors to it. Uh, last month or the month before, they added uh, Blood Orange. And that was phenomenal. So as soon as they said they were coming out with another variation of it, it was like, we oh, have to go. Uh, so we got the pomegranate shandy, and it was, it again, light, refreshing. You could have it next to your inflatable kiddie pool. Uh, it's just a nice summer beer that's really just a good balance for a hot, hot day. I am going to say that I did not care for it as much as the blood orange. The blood orange was out of this world. Um, but the pomegranate it has a different feel to it. It's definitely got was a little bit. it sweeter? Bo- no. you No. No, it's it's like a little, it's like a little more tart. It's still got a little bit of sweetness because uh, there is a little bit of the orange in it, uh, but not like the. uh, There's just something about a blood orange that it has such a light, not too like sugary sweet, but just like a hint of sweetness. Okay, and uh, this has that hint of sweetness, but also with a little bit of tart. Of the pomegranate. So uh, that was nice. And we did do it uh, socially distant. We went out. Uh, the nice, the great thing about there is uh, it, it, takes the, it takes the social distancing very seriously. The tables are all really well spaced out. They encourage you to, if you're going to take your mask off, you have to sit and pretty much stay seated. They do have a food truck out front, uh, which is their uh, German food. Uh, they have that right out front. And if you order at, the, you order it at the bar and then they place the order to the food truck and then they bring you the food inside. Oh, I love so, that. So they have nice, like basic uh, German foods, something to balance out the beer where they have brats and, and they have a uh, pretzel and beer cheese and that kind of stuff. The the usual fare. Ooh, um, so it's a nice balance with your different, especially with the Kolsch. Uh, it's a nice, you know, balance with your German beer. Uh, so and of course the the staff is always awesome there. So I we love going there just mainly because of the atmosphere and because of the beer. So um, speaking of local beers, if you're paying attention to Central Florida craft beer scene, uh, there recently was published. I know uh, Dead Lizard posted it on their Facebook. There was an open letter sent from the Florida Brewers Guild to the Governor's Office. Uh, Pretty much, it's a bit of a conundrum here in Central Florida for those of you who are listening outside of the state. Uh, Most of our craft breweries are pretty much down a lot of their business. Uh, 90% of the business Florida breweries have been closed for more days than they've been open. And the openings were only permitted under the exemption created by the administration, pretty much saying if you have food you can stay open. Trying to delineate between uh, breweries and bars is a bit of a challenge, apparently, for the administration. Uh, So the one thing that they've said is, if you have food, you can stay open. The problem is, is a lot of these breweries, most of their industry is manufacturing. It's making the beers and canning the beers and selling the beers that way but the retail is still important to get the beers out there so only being open for to go really hurts the business um, it especially because it's not really a bar or a nightclub it's it, they're mainly their the chunk of their business is between noon and 8 p.m. it's it's families it's small gatherings it's it's people just hanging out at the local brewery it, we have now uh definitely Jamie and I are definitely missing our our breweries but it it's a it's a watering hole pretty much it's not a place to go get drunk go pick up people or or be stupid it's a place where you can sample something amazing on your on your palate it's it's more of a an experience than an opportunity to get drunk and unfortunately the brewing industry especially in Central Florida, is getting hurt because of the fact that they don't, they, they're willy-nilly and they keep changing the rules on them. So they wrote an open letter and they posted it uh, that they want a decision to be made, that they want to work with the administration and figure out a way to save the industry because they're estimating that by the time they wrote this letter, and this was July 21st that they wrote this, we will lose more than 100 breweries permanently if this continues. We're going to lose 100 breweries in two weeks. And especially some of our favorite breweries, luckily a couple of them, most of them have found a way out of it, but there are others. Uh, Broken Strings, um, Half Barrel. They are purely retail. They are purely a brewery and there isn't food And no longer would they be allowed to partner with a food truck. That doesn't count because this week it doesn't count. So um, if you get a chance, uh, and especially in your, I don't know what, uh, where people are listening from. If you're outside of the central Florida area, kind of look around your area and see what's going on. But we've been saying this for months about uh, making sure that you're supporting your local brewery because they are going to need it. We don't know when this is going to open up again. And, these people are friends family and they're going to lose an industry that has been really important to all of us this podcast would not exist without this business yep, um agreed so i strongly encourage everybody to one try to go to your local brewery once a week and make an order or you know keep the love moving i understand everybody's in a in in a different place Some some people are back to work. Some people aren't. If you can do it, please support them. If you can't, at least let them know. At least let them know you support them, Um, because they're all in the same bucket. They're all in the same same situation. So there's my soapbox. I'm on it. (laughs) Um, Right, and, And,
1: and honestly, it's super important to support any small business, especially during these times. You know, and that's one thing I've been trying to do. I know we're all scared to spend money because we're not sure like with our jobs and everything that's going on. But like just know that to spend money into the economy, it actually is gonna spur our economy into a better light. So make sure that we're doing that. And I will say if anyone's in the hospitality industry, like whether you're a first responder or you're like in the medical field or you're a hospitality worker, um, they are doing on Mondays at Crooked Can, they are doing a special uh, discount for hospitality workers. We're at 30% off on crawlers, Crowlers, in their, uh, packaged beers to go. So make sure that you check that out. Mm-hmm. It's a great opportunity. And I'm sure there's probably other brewers here locally, which we can look into that's also doing local discounts as well.
0: And also, if you want to check out the Florida Brewers Guild, they are at www.floridabrewersguild.org. They've actually got, uh, an opportunity, uh, to be able to another way to support, uh, Brewers, uh, they have t-shirts online yes. that they're selling, and all shirt profits go to a brewery employees in need. Um, not we'll just put the- that
1: link up, right? Chris? we're going to yeah. put that link up on our website as well, or on our just,
0: Facebook page. I'll put that on our, our Facebook and make sure that people can know about it. And honestly, if you're from out of state, please feel free to post any links or send us, message us with links from your local areas of breweries that you know you would like to support let us know about your local breweries yes, so that we can please. spread the word and maybe get an opportunity to help and uh, we've been talking about different places especially like Half Barrel one of the cool things about Half Barrel is that they also import from other breweries so like they've been getting brews from uh, Humble Sea from California different little breweries so it's not only Supporting local breweries, but if you want to support other breweries, everybody's hurting right now, um, except for maybe Budweiser. <laughs> except right. for the big guys. Uh, yeah, don't if support you get a, the
1: guys right now. If you get a chance <laughs> to,
0: if you get a chance to support uh, little breweries, uh, little tap rooms, um, small bottle shops, please take an opportunity and support them because we need them to be here. Because frankly. Our livers are very tempered to a certain way of life, and we'd like to keep them that way, and we'd like to keep families working.
1: Support the American Dream!
0: Yes. So uh, that's all I've got, and uh, thank you again for joining us. Thanks for hanging on and waiting till we came back. And uh, as always, ladies,
1: don't fear. Don't fear. fear, the the fear. Beer.